Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Pa-dum. Pa-dum. <laughs> I'm definitely How not. How good is that? I'm not in the right key, am I? When were, when were you ever in the right key? Like, this that's one true. thing we love about you, Thank actually. You. That's one of your green flags. If you were to do the bing, 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 one of them um, would say is never in the right key. It's but not, it's not that I'm not. always carries her keys. Like, if, if mm. anyone was going to get it locked out of the house, it would not be you. <laughs> I would like to say it's always the right key for me. Like, it's where I personally feel the happiest. Yeah. So yesterday I was listening to Janelle Monae's new album. Have you listened to that? No, I haven't. But I did watch the music video for the first single and it was one of the hottest things I've ever seen. Yeah, they are so beautiful. Um, And after it stopped, my Spotify told me, like, played Padam Padam by Kylie Minogue. And I was just like, wow. It knows that I've been interact. It knows that I've been at a gay wedding. Every single person's Spotify, I wonder if it's different because my song that does that at the moment is um, Dance the Night, Dua Lipa from oh, Barbie Movie. Yeah. Like any song I play, the next song is always Dance the Night. I feel like it starts with like strings. Yeah, it's 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 like no growth. It's Dua Lipa doing what she does best. And like, honestly, I love it. I love it. Every song that's come out from the Barbie soundtrack so far has been great. Pink Panthers just did this like bewitched themed. Have you heard it? It's like there's like Highland dancing music. Oh, in it. I was trying to work yes. out if you meant bewitched the TV show or the band. Or the movie, for or that matter. Bothered and bewildered. Or bothered and bewildered, absolutely. I meant the band. I meant the band and wow. the city of Ireland. Wow. Spot on. Was that pretty the right key? Good. I think that was pretty good. And the city of. No, I fucked it up. Oh, damn it. I'm in the wrong key now. <laughs> Um, but padam padam to you. How have you had a padam week? It's been a while since we last saw each other in person. I know it's been three sleeps, three padams. It was three just padams. three padams. <laughs> yes, I just left um, Auckland feeling so great. I mean, nice. spiritually, physically, I felt terrible. And I also had a delayed flight, which was Mm. really, like, of all the times, this probably wasn't the time. But it was nothing compared to the thrill of attending my first gay wedding. It was just wonderful. Like, love is a real and alive, and it's just, like, all around us girls like we are on here today to tell you that like watching (laughs) your two best friends tell each other they love each other in a room full of their closest friends just like 
honestly makes you want to do exactly the same. I know, it's crazy. I actually had that conversation with my boss on Monday morning. She's like, yeah, it's just really like for ages you'll be like, oh, what? That's ridiculous. Who would want to do that? And then you watch people that you really love do it and you're like, oh, that's real cute. (laughs) So cute. It was just so cute. And it was, it's like the ceremony was just so beautifully emotional. The words being said between each other were like, these two people, they know each other inside out. And not only that, but like the whole pre lead up to this wedding, and I'm sure it's not like this for every single wedding because like a lot of weddings you hear a lot of um, horror stories, there's Mm, a lot of uh, friendship meltdowns, there's Mm. a lot of stress, it's all very high stakes. This was just really fun the whole time. It was all just like the girls getting ready in different rooms and like getting to know each other a bit better and everyone pulled had their own special moment and had their own special thing to do and it just all like felt like fun this night is sparkling it was that yeah it (laughs) literally was that it was that (laughs) we were wonderstruck walking all the way home to our Villa. Mm, we also lovely. discovered that we want to move to Devonport. Who knew? Thanks. Who, who knew? Yeah. I. It was just so wonderful. And I think as well, um, it really made you think about like what, like, I guess, <laughs> um, as single people, what we oh! would. Oh! I didn't mean it like that, but. Wow. <laughs> I'm in a transitional era. I know. It feels fucking weird, eh? It feels weird to transition into, and then it feels weird to transition out of. Oh, God. Don't let me think about that. I've got bright red. No. Um, Sorry. As a single person and their best friend. (laughs) Like, what you... What you want for yourself, you know? And, like, it's. I think it's reaffirming. I think as well, if you weren't a single person, maybe it would, like, moments like that would maybe make you reflect and be like, is this giving me everything that it should, you know? Because when Mm. when you heard people talk about their relationship and, like, their love, it was just, like, so, I don't know, all-rounded and fleshed out and amazing that why would you not want all of that i just think that like we and i don't know if this is like us as a friend group Mm. or if it's just us in our time um as children of divorce Mm. is just like any chance to be like oh god those two do not make sense together (laughs) yeah I will. I'll do it. <laughs> I think it is just us. I thrive off that. I thrive yeah. off that. But, but that's I, because you want the, the best time, for like, everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And to be honest, I think, like, most of my friends are in very healthy relationships. I've got a lot of, like, um, good parenting going mm. around, uh, around in my friend groups. Maybe I think it is, like, related back to maybe not seeing a relationship growing up that was... Um, aspirational you know and so when you see it in other people it's just that extra reminder even though you already know it for yourself that like 
we're not expe- we're not accepting the bare minimum here. Like Jester until proven no. king, you know. Jester until proven king, exactly. Love is not what we were shown in the movies. You know, it mm-hmm. is just not that. Like listening to these two of our best duties talk about how they loved each other. Mm. You don't hear that in a Disney film because queer rights. Yes, well, that must be happening soon. But it was it goes beyond gender, but it was nice to see two men get married. I've got to say something mm-hmm. about two men getting married that compared to like a woman and a man. Sorry for our straighty 180s out there listening. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love you. We're glad you're here. Stick around. But thank you. Like, <laughs> watching Oh fuck, I always forget. I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> you opened the show with Padam. I know. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, and also on that kind of note, it really, like, um, it really reminded me, not that I probably needed reminding, but just reiterated the fact that, like, a wedding is whatever you want it to be. It's the people mm. and the the love. There's, like... You could spend $100,000 and not be able to recreate the specialness that is a whatever amount of money if it's, like, not the vibe, you know? Yeah, the vibe. The vibe of the wedding should always be love. Yeah, and the couple and connecting with those around you and just, like, having a moment. Because when do you have moments like that? Like, we told each other... How much we loved each other all weekend. Oh, gosh. It was literally so lovely. We were hugging. We were just being, like, silly and fun. And, like, the stress levels were so low. Yeah. The only stresses we had, really, was all around an accordion player who arrived <laughs> early. Yeah. Oh my god, that was that's my favorite video to show people who were like, "How's the wedding?" I'm like, "Just you wait." Watch, <laughs> fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Speaking of weddings and mm-hmm. marriages and deaths, yes, TK from Shortland Street. Oh. Have you seen everything about? Him I've, dying. I thought on No, I thought you were going to go to the um, birth, deaths, and marriages. Like how they've changed the laws so that it's easier for people to change their birth certificates or something now. Anyway, yes, which yes, yay, no, that is wonderful. Like, that is incredible. Um, okay, I have seen. I saw a clip of Chris Warner pronouncing him dead, and I saw. Mm. A clip that was like, oh, you know it's bad when the ghosts of the ex-wives arrive. And then I saw Siobhan had done a TikTok of them on a golf cart being like, we're back. How crazy. <laughs> that was the most exciting part for me. So both um, Roy Mata and Sarah, Sarah Potts <laughs> yeah. were TK's ex-wives and they came down to him while he was laying on his Deathbed. Wow, did you watch the episode? Or just TikTok? No, I read a, an article mm. in the spin-off. Mm. No, I didn't see I didn't get any Shortland Street talk. I would love to be on is it Shorty Talk? I think Shorty Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um I would I would just love to be on Shorty Talk. I'm speaking right into my phone right now. Shorty Talk, <laughs> yeah. Shorty Talk, Shorty Talk. 
Please. Wow. Yeah, what an end of an era. I wonder when he started on Shortland Street. He was the second longest running cast member after the iconic Chris Warner, of course. Oh, my God. I actually... Wait, did you see that on an Air New Zealand quiz? Because I saw that recently. No, I've read it in the article. Everything I know about Shortland Street now comes from an article in the spinoff, which you can go read yourself in the spinoff. Honestly, girlies, when you're bored at your job, turn to the spinoff. Like when you've just watched too much TikToks, when there's a customer in the store and you can't watch TikTok anymore... Turn to the spin-off. They have got your back. They're they make hiring a Wellington so editor, I saw. <gasps> yes, we sh- someone who listens to Kick On's pod must be in the realm of ne- needing Surely. to work with the spin-off. Surely. I know. This like, is your moment to work for the spin-off in Wellington. Would be amazing. Um, yeah, exciting. well, R.A.P. I know. I, I haven't even asked how my mum is. Actually. I know. I, <laughs> yeah. I wonder I'm how worried. Tilly's taking the news. Is she a character oh, now? I don't know, but probably not well. No, not well. I mean, he was like the stud of all studs, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People IRL have named their children after that man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they have. I learned that in the spinoff article. Wow, amazing. And yeah, people... not from real life like I was alluding to. <laughs> Maybe people have um, gone to medical school because of him. Wow. Oh, Who knows? a TK trust. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so Wait, incredible. but how did he die? He got shot. <gasps> he got shot. He got shot, yes. They really haven't, like, the New Zealand gun laws haven't really carried over to Ferndale, have He's they? He's always a gunman, Because, eh? like, can you buy, I mean, I don't know, I'm not really up to date with the gun laws, but I know they got significantly changed. Yeah, I thought you couldn't only buy, like, guns, like rifles and stuff. Yeah. But who knows, like, the power of television maybe. Maybe it was a rifle. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know if he was deer hunting or not. Like, that was not in the article. No. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, it is. And speaking of Ferndale, Mm. another, like, Shorten Street moment I have just been glued to is our girl, Brindley (laughs) Stem. Honestly, don't act like you haven't been to. She hurt her arm. She while broke her arm. She didn't just broke hurt it. Um, she broke it while working on her first day um, at Shorten Street in the writers' room. Mm. And some some real nurses on the set helped her out, and then I guess some fake nurses too. Maybe, yeah. That is. Oh. Seeing Brindley break her arm has terrified me, to be honest. Because well, yes, I just yes. like wow, like I just <laughs> I feel sick. Like I don't want to ever break a bone. Here's the thing, isn't that And I I got asked this the other day because hmm. I keep telling people I've I've had a fall. Yeah, a fall. and someone pulled me up on it. They were like, 
when did it go from like oh, I fell over as in my youth I just fell over well oh, you're a kid you fell over to me now telling people oh yeah I had a fall well you've fall. chosen you've actually made that choice to start saying it differently you told me the other day that I looked exactly like Chris Jenner <laughs> you did <laughs> what does that got to do with anything <laughs> whether I should be saying I had a fall or I fell over I think like it's not just me putting this on myself it's it's the world around me is it people is it when you get to the age that you hear of people having a fall more often because mm. like when you're a kid do you know that Nana had a fall you know like is it when you become like a young adult and you're like oh Nana had a fall and I can comprehend yes. what that means yeah yeah I think you're right I think I think I think my parents didn't tell me anything while I was growing up. <laughs> yeah. You're funny. Did you, like, go to a comedy gig before this or something? No, I didn't. But I did go to see Brinley Stent's comedy gig, which I don't think I've talked about at all on here, um, during the Auckland Comedy Festival. And it was amazing. If you ever get a chance to see Brinley live and in action, she is nonstop funny. And, like, especially if you're millennial vibes, like... Mm. The jokes, the amount of times she referenced Cats, the musical, being sexy, like like sexy Simba vibes. My God. Relatable. Relatable. Amazing. So she's a star. Um, um, bent or straight, she's, uh, she's got talent. She's got talent and that's all that matters. Um, do you have a first sip for me? I actually do have a first sip for you. And this is kind of like me doing the work so potentially you don't have to or if you feel compelled to you can have you heard of a little known ex-boy band member called Niall Horan yes I have now now Niall's recently released an album called The Show which was actually the number one album in New Zealand just a few weeks ago and was worked on by New Zealand producer Joel Little Mm. and I think uh Jimmy Tunbridge Webb had been like, have you listened to, I know, that's our married gay friends. (laughs) Nice. Um, Have you listened to Niall Horan? I was like, you know what? I haven't, but I think I should, Mm. you know, like you should listen to a Niall Horan album, right? Yeah, I think so. Have you listened? No. (laughs) Nice. Here's the overall arc. The opener, which was also the single called Heaven, I think Heaven, slaps. Mm. Huge song, really shows off, like, what Niall is capable of. The rest of it, like, is a bit hit and miss. There's a song called, like, You Should Lead a Cult, I think it's called. You Should Lead a Cult, oh my god. Um, yeah, you no, You Should Start a Cult. Did Joel work on that one? That one was worked on by Joel. Yeah. Interesting. But it may, oh, and produced by Joel. Um, that makes sense because, like, what is New Zealand known for? Gloria Vale. True. I don't know. Maybe that should have been a Joel Little song. Maybe that should have been a Good Night Nurse song. I mean, now that worked. makes sense. Great. Yeah. So, overall takeaways. You um, think we there should are a few to songs. It. Yeah, there are a few songs that I think are really amazing. And I don't know. I'm just like, Harry Styles is 
like out there being Harry Styles. Zayn, while he was releasing music, is like really slapped. Niall has put out some really good songs. Like, very true. Some r- really good songs. So I do think he hasn't quite hit his like full moment. Mm. But there were peaks of it in nice. the song Kevin, especially. Okay, cool. I'm going to give it a listen. Yeah, nice. And do you have a first sip? I do. <laughs> I do have a first sip. And it's something that Jason and I would like to add to the vernacular and change people's language around. So mm. this is a word that has been in our orbit for a while because some of our friends who are British use this term. And I went to Rita recently and had the most delightful time. And Paul, who is the head honcho at Rita, called it this word too. And that was just the solidification I need. I was like, we're rebranding and we're rebranding bubbles, champagne, anything that falls under that umbrella, Linda, Bernardino, Prosecco. Prosecco, from bubbles or bubbly to fizz. There's just something more sophisticated or not even sophisticated fun about the word fizz. Yes, it's it's giving silly, it's giving frivolous, it's giving summertime. And do you think it's related to the fact that we used to call like soft drinks fizz? Yes, like I will have a fizz. I'll have the fizz thing. Yeah. And then when people are like, sorry, what do you mean? We'll be like, oh, like the bubbly fizz. And then they'll start saying it. Yes. I actually used it tonight in a text message. Someone said, what should I grab? And I said, fizz. And I think it really rang true. Did Do you think they're bringing Sprite? Or <laughs> well, they've had fizz. this whole backstory, so No. Oh, okay, but, nice. They were just like, Steph is so true to her word. Yeah, yeah. She's not all talk like the other ones. Yeah. Like, she says she's going to say fizz. She's going to say fizz. Yeah. It was, I've got to say, at the wedding. So we'd talked about this before oh, the wedding. yeah. We didn't do but it. But then there was just so much bubbles. There was so much bubbles going mm, on. That, like, so much fizz. There were, yeah, we weren't ready to, oh, that would actually have been perfect, eh? redo it would have been perfect but to be honest it was perfect enough the like the giving out of the drinks and the asking if we wanted drinks that we didn't need the added layer of like trying a new word yeah legit is bubbles easier to say than fizz oh i think fizz darling please (laughs) that's it that's exactly how i want to be saying it oh fizz darling please Okay, so the listeners, this is your moment to start reframing and re- switch the bitch, and we're calling mm-hmm. it fizz from now on. And we need you to tell your friends and your bartenders and also your supermarket workers, check out chicks mm. and and TK Samuels. Oh, and somebody get TK Samuels a fizz, darling. <laughs> He deserves one. Pour one he out. One. Who was trying to tell me about pour one out recently? Was that you? No. Not me. Not and I was me. like, what does that mean? Maybe I heard it on a what podcast. What does that mean? Like for dead people? Yeah, pour one out for the boys or like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Did you see my TikTok on um, 
the chicken crossing the road? Yes. I was playing it out loud. for that chicken. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you Do know? Do you want to explain that? Okay, so I recently discovered that the joke, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side, is not about a chicken who's crossing the road to get to the other side of the road. No. It's in fact about a chicken who's crossing the road to meet his maker. So to get to, get to the other side. To get to the other side, like Yeah. Wait, hang on. It's gonna get run over. I know. I but why do we even, why do we even say that in the first place? Why did the chicken cross the road? Like what is the scenario in to which you'd say that? <laughs> like we all know it, but why did we used to say it? I think um it's is it how a joke? We taught humor. Is it it's a, a joke? joke? Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? <laughs> <laughs> it's giving Christmas cracker like that to would get be to in your the Christmas other side. Cracker. To get to the other side because it's going to die. Yeah, but that's that's the punchline that everyone was supposed to know, but what we were all thinking was it's just getting to the other side <laughs> of the road. Of course that's why it crossed it to get to the other side, but to the, the, wow. the other side. It's a double entendre. It is, which makes it funny in several English. And I wonder, wonder. why did the chicken cross the road, an English-specific joke, or are people from around the world who speak other languages learning why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side as their main introduction to comedy? Wow, we need to find that out. I'm trying to think of it in my head as what it would be in German, but I don't really know. Give it a go. Wait, Google Translate. (laughs) Warum hat das Hund die Straße übergewehrt? No, that's not how you say that. Warum hat das Hund die Straße übergewehrt? I don't know how to say the last Why'd you call me? <laughs> Here's some quick notes. I actually think it's funnier in general. <laughs> okay, good. Do you have a life with the party? Yes, my... Oh, no. Oh, okay. In that case, um, can I ask... Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you see Taylor Swift performing Dear John and what did you think? Mm, well, I thought she sounded incredible, mm. first of all. I've been saying this, so I've got the original Speak Now CD, like which I won from More FM when it first came out. Wow. Like, I have had that CD since day dot. It's amazing. And I know, I was. I just felt like the luckiest girl in the world. And also, that was my real introduction to Taylor Swift. Like, winning that CD changed the whole trajectory of my life. Wow. Yeah. That's I wonder who the up. radio announcer was as well. But so it's still in my car and we were listening to it. And I was like, oh, this re recording is literally going to be the best because Taylor's voice is just going to be like so much better. She sounds like just like a little kid when she's singing. She really does. And speak now. She's still got that like country twang thing that she was doing for a while and now she's just like taylor motherfucking swift you know so she sounded incredible i loved that she told her fans not to bully john mayer yes that's what i wanted to get to so she basically as part of her secret no surprise songs performed dear john this week and the reason why she wanted to perform it which i think was a smart move was to tell people because obviously we've been hypothesizing like 
what's it going to be like when Dear John comes out? Mm. And she basically said, look, I'm putting this album out because I want to own my masters, which remind me to bring something up after this about owning masters. Um, And I'm not doing it to dredge up topics that I sung about 10 years ago. 15 yeah. years ago? Yeah, more like that, um, I reckon. And, like, basically said, like, I want you guys to not feel like you have to defend me on the internet when these songs come out again. Um, mm. It's really just for the, like, owning of the masters that I'm doing this. That was basically what yeah. she said, right? Yeah, she did, and then she launched straight into Dear John, and the screaming in the in the stadium was like deafening. I have been thinking about like the neighbors so much to the stadium. Wow, it must they, be insane. Must be insane, but they can hear all Taylor Swift as well, and I'm sure they are like, you can park in my driveway and give me five thousand dollars. True, true. Yeah, yeah so. Wild. I really didn't expect it. I didn't expect her to comment once. I'm glad she did comment because in the excitement of it all, I kind of did forget that, like, like I know that she wrote all these when she was 19, but I am acting like these are songs that I've never heard before and, like, and some man is about to get what's coming to him. Mm, I was, but he's already got it. He already got what totally, was coming to him. Totally. And he, totally. like, I think he probably will comment. Like, I can't imagine he wouldn't. And yeah. I think, like, he has kind of learnt his lesson, maybe? I don't know. Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. I can't say that for a fact, but he, like, isn't still out here saying problematic things. Yeah, the whole thing with Taylor Swift and Dear John also, like, really was, like, the reason we got bad blood and things like mm. that, because Katy Perry was all wrapped up in it as well. Swish, swish. Like, them reuniting and you need to calm down. Like, John Mayer's uh, involvement He's an in important character. Life. He is. He story. really, really, really is. But, like, is Woulda, Shoulda, Coulda about him as well? The best Taylor Swift song to not be released as a single, other than Cruel Summer. <laughs> I was going to say, and all too well, but no. Um, also, I have to say, so Rina Samanyama performed at Glastonbury over the weekend and called out Maddie Healy, who owns her master's. Wow, he owns a stake in the company that is her record label. But that's insane. I had no idea. Yeah. I guess she is British. That does make sense, but... Yes. And she called him out for comments that he has said um, about microaggression, Mm. comments that he said about Asian people, specifically Ice Spice. Mm. And she was mad. She was mad. Good on her. Fuck I just yeah. love it. I love a performance. I literally just listened to um, Las Culturistas and Matt was talking about watching Mariah Carey at the um, LA Pride. Mm. 
and he was saying that, like, something was not right with her. But it really made me think, like, live performance, people expect a lot, especially from that era of pop stars being, like, really polished and really perfect. But it's, like, it's a live performance, you know? Mm. It is a performance and we are performing. We are here to not come on stage and be the like the perfect version of ourselves we are here to like try and convey what the story is what we're trying to do Mm. um more than like give you the vocals like obviously the vocals and everything that's important too but like at a live show you are it's about connecting with the audience and having the audience connect with each other as well like i was thinking watching in Christchurch, like, mm. watching all you guys party and, like, mm-hmm. do, like, there was this big, long, like, hug moment going on between, <laughs> like, f- five of the audience members that were just, like, <laughs> hugging each other and, like, fist bumping and everyone was just, like, moving in unison. <laughs> yes, girl! <laughs> and that's all part of it. Like, the audience members are just as much a part as the performance as the, like, performer is, too. And, like... We love to that see it. That leads me to my peak too soon. Okay, go off, King. So Taylor Swift has recently told the world that she is expanding her mm. era's tour and she is coming to Australia and missing out New Zealand. Yes. We are in a recession. <laughs> yes. Okay. We are a country of few but mighty yeah, up the All Blacks. Maybe that's where I heard it, up the, like, in terms of sport. Oh, no, it was poor one out. Oh, God. All these sayings, up I don't know. Up the is definitely a sports reference, Yeah, though. yeah. What's the huddle called? What's that? The scrum. Yeah, up the scrum. Up the scrum. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> but it's just put a lot of... um unnecessary pressure Mm. on trying to, like, really figure out our financial situation in a very, very, very small amount of time. And also, like, how much are we worth? Oh, as a country? As fans? To ourselves. Like, is it okay to just casually drop, like a thousand dollars on going to see Taylor Swift on a random Wednesday when you had no idea it was coming until a a few days ago. Like, is that okay to do? Because to me, it feels absolutely outrageous, but also necessary. Yeah, it's... Who who am I? What am I doing? What is life? I... I feel really um, conflicted because... I want to be there so badly, but I have been conditioned over the last six months to think that it's too hard to even try because of all the ticketing, how much Mm. it was, all that stuff. So it honestly feels really overwhelming. And on Mm -hmm. top of having like an overwhelming week, I can't do it. And am and I doing myself a disservice to future me by not being like, you can just, like, let's just sort this out. I need 
I need, I need it. Well, <laughs> shall we talk about it? Yeah. Immediately, based off what you've just said, absolutely, you are doing it yourself a, dis- a disservice to future you. If your only mm. thing is like, it just seems too stressful. Yeah. It's literally just logging on to a computer system and hoping you get in. If you don't get in, then that's it. Yeah. You know? There's yeah. no stressful part about it except, like, if you don't get in. And if we don't get in, we live in New Zealand. Mm. Like, it's a, actually a different country we have to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think I'm prepared to do. Like, I actually think <laughs> I'm prepared to do it. So what are we saying? Are we trying? I just feel mad that... This is something I'm having to consider right now. It is a shame, but should we be more mad at New Zealand because we don't not have being ready to do? Yeah, so. we don't have the infrastructure. Mm, or like, but... do we? And I'm also mad that she doesn't have many dates. What is that about? You're doing two shows in Melbourne. Two. I think there's more to come. It just seems like there's extra spaces to fill. Unless she's just, like, literally trying to, like, look after her. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, yeah. Or wants to see some shit while she's there and not just, like, tour and... But, like, does... Like, what does she have? Why? But why can't she, like... Why can't she spend all of next year doing this? You know what I mean? It feels like she's got to just do it and then rush on to the next thing. That's how I personally feel. Well, <clears throat> I think if you look deeply into Swift Talk, yeah, it's all alluding to the end. Like the era's tour ends and she immediately begins her next era. So I guess the conclusion is we might try, but we know we shouldn't. Um, my only thing is that, like, how much financial financial stress is this going to be put me under for yeah. the next few months? I know, like, quite a lot. But okay. is it going to be worth it when we get to February and we're like, oh my god, everything we sacrificed just so we could be here right now was totally worth it. Because Cover is my boyfriend. Cover is a guy. Definitely. That's that's without a question. Yeah, so Okay, well we'll talk about that. Anyone else like slide in? Is anyone else just having like in this inner turmoil? It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um But it's fine. I um watched this TikTok the other day about a way to, like, trick yourself into having, like, a really positive vibe. And it's to pretend <laughs> you get a call from someone. Okay. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. What's ring, ring in German? Ring, ring. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> a ring, a ring. A ring, a ring. Rung, rung, maybe? Yeah, is know. that rung, rung? Anyway. Hmm. Hello? <gasps> oh, my God. I got... I got all my dreams. Everything that's ever I've ever wanted is, I just got it. Wow. Oh, my God, that's incredible news. Are you sure? Thank you so much for calling. And so you just get a phone call from someone who's telling you that you got something that you wanted. Wow. A fake phone call. And that feeling that you feel when you're getting told that you are going to the Eras tour, when oh. that you 
you have got the job that you've always dreamed of, that the thing that you've been working hard towards, that's yours now. Mm. That feeling that you feel of, like, excitement, that's, like, you can hold on to that and you can actually, like, grow that feeling by doing practicing. Wow. Practicing your rung rung. <laughs> okay, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, I do have a peak too soon, which is... Yes. Based off what you said earlier about you should start a cult. And, like, I just honestly can't even be fucked getting into it, but the idol. Mm. That's my peak too soon. So mm. what is it that you are not vibing about it? Because, like, obviously the internet is also not vibing it either. Yeah, which is so crazy because I don't really remember a time when the internet was this aligned about not liking a show. It's a very interesting flip. Um, it's just so bad. Like, it's honestly all bad. I mean, visually, visually, it's amazing. The yeah. His songs that he's written and is performing, like, as the soundtrack, are good and interesting. But because yeah. his character is so unexplored, wonder dimensional predictable gross yuck it doesn't it's not you're not like it's like it's like it's honestly horrible i don't it's it's hate watching in the biggest way will you finish it will you finish it yeah next week's the last one can't wait oh nice nice i actually think i will watch it so that i can jump on board with the hate watch Mm. um this episode oh, I no, have I listened to the soundtrack and I think it's good. Like the music that I've listened to. Did you hear the, by the weekend? I'm just a freak, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just you wait. You just you wait. You won't be saying yeah like that again. Oh god, I know. <laughs> Once I finish succession, I am ready to move on to another show. I kind of want to go through my TV renaissance era. Like, remember when we just had, like, three shows going at any one time? Like, I miss it. Yeah. Um, I think that's the hard thing as well, is it followed succession in it. Just, like, that was always going to be a tough job, but this is just, like, not it. Not it. Well, girls, if you want to read a book, instead of watching a show, um, I have a book that I got... um, influenced to buy from tiktok it's called yellow face by rf kwong and the whole premise of the book is that um a two authors who are friends are writing books and one of them passes away and then the other author steals her manuscript and puts it out as her own um but did you watch the first two episodes of and just like that not yet, but okay. I can't wait. Come back to me. I can't wait. It's Literally, my, better. My, oh, of course it had to be better. There was no way it couldn't <laughs> yeah. be unless The weekend popped up in yeah. it. There was no way it could be. So true. No, and I do want to start watching uh, Glamorous as well. Yes, I is, watched the trailer for that the other night. Yes, a new show on Netflix that is starring... Um, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. And kind of gives me, like, Ugly Betty vibes. It was very Ugly Betty vibes. Maybe Ugly Betty and the Carrie Diaries. Well, maybe not the Carrie Diaries. 
That was maybe just... But, but you know. I think it looks good. I think um, it looks good. Great. Shall we say the mantra? Yes, we shall. 2001 to 2008. There ain't, there ain't a, a song, song that, that we, we hate. Now, um, Jason, can you please explain the theme while I look to see if I'm going to change my song while I remember something else that I wanted to add? So, the theme this week is perfect songs to play at your gay wedding. <laughs> it is. Or, if you're not that way inclined, at your wedding. I love the theme, obviously. What are obviously. you going to add? So, I will be adding to the playlist Ronan Keating's When oh. You Say Nothing <laughs> At All. And I'll tell you why. This is there the song. A okay, no, you go, you go. So we're all sitting around the table um, at Takapuna's The Grange, which, honestly, they showed up to serve us our food. There was <laughs> so much food, just so much alcohol. The The waiters were on point, just, like, really giving us the fantasy of having, like, a really lovely wedding meal. Mm. And the playlist, oh, Nathan slayed the playlist. Like, the playlist was always going to be good. But there was a moment when Rona Keating's You Say Nothing At All. And people are, like, cutting into their steaks and, like, eating their fucking Christmas cake. No, wedding cake. Mm. No Christmas cake involved. Eating the wedding cake and just being like, Oh, the smell on your face lets me know that you need me. And we're, like, getting up and rising and <laughs> dancing. And we're all swaying together, like... It was an incredible exactly. moment. It was incredible. Like, Ronan had no idea the power that he has over us. When yes, he, he does. I know he <laughs> fucking does. Um, it was so good. That is the song that I was like, wait, maybe I should add this. So I'll go back to my original. So while, oh, nice. while Nathan was creating this playlist, he kept saying... Maybe I should put this song on the playlist. And it didn't make it in. But I want to add Lips of an Angel by Hinder to the playlist. Nice, <laughs> nice. And I still um, I still remain firm that it should have been on there. there Imagine be that while gorgeous. people were eating their steaks. Honey, why are you crying? your voice. There must be a gorgeous, like, uh, acoustic version of that, like, floating around the internet. You should do it. Honey, why are you calling me so late? Give it. That's giving um, audition for The Voice AU, for sure. Amazing. Okay, well, they are on the playlist. And don't forget, you can find the playlist on Spotify. On Spotify. Or in the link. Or in the show yeah. notes right here. 2001 um, to 2008. It's called On Spotify. Go check it out. It is literally ready to start your next party. So No good. thoughts needed. We've already thought about it. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with us for another week of Kick On's Pod. Uh, w- this week we are sponsored by Love, Padam, and we would all like to invite you to... The service after TK's funeral. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, I actually have a confession to make, or I have to say something that I think that the listeners need to know. Um, even though I 
said earlier that I was a single woman, I deleted my hinge this week. <gasps> oh my god, so, that's incredible! Yeah. Hey, actually, just before we do go, I I would like to leave on asking. Sorry, I've been eating Maltesers while we've been talking. Oh, we've heard, we've heard. Surprise, Maltesers. That's not. Okay, so I've like really soft launched my hinge again. Okay. Really soft launch. Like I I just also want to clarify that I had my hinge paused for quite a while, but I deleted it this week. Just Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. But continue. No, no, no. That's good to <laughs> yeah. know. Was that for legal reasons that you had to say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I don't have many matches. I would say that I have less matches than gay weddings that we have collectively been to. Okay. But I did get a match from one person who messaged me instantly as soon as we got the match, who I had met at a bar one time, a very, very long time ago, very randomly. Okay. Which I forgot about. But anyway, he was like, oh, I met you at this bar this night. Like, how you doing? I replied. And then on Sunday, he replied back. So it was maybe like three days later, replied back with a voice note Mm. being like, Kelda, how was your weekend? My weekend was really great. I did this and this and this. Um, and then I replied almost straight away, maybe like an hour later. Mm. Nothing. What? Random, eh? That is random. I thought and that- since that, it's, it's been two days, two days no reply. I'm like, mm. why did you leave a voice note? And it's interesting because it was like a recap of their weekend. So like, it wasn't mm. like, are we going to hook up this weekend kind of vibes? No, So not at all. Not at all. Like, I'll hit you on the weekend, but not during the week kind of vibes. No, it was just a literally like, hey, this is what I've been up to. Like, hope you've had a really good weekend too. It was a nice message. Maybe devil's advocate. They're just like kind of yeah. busy. Like, if I, I assumed I, like I have Marco Polo's that I haven't replied to from some of my best friends. Yeah, that's so true. So I think so jury's true. still out on that one. Yeah, well, watch the space. Um, but as I said, the softest launch in history. I actually think I need to just go through my everything and start again. I just am so bad at hinge. I just like can't get any matches no you're not i the proof is in the pudding like it's literally so hard for me to get matches i know like obviously i'm not everyone's cup of tea but like the fuck is drinking tea nowadays anyway i mean i am i'm also drinking tea. <laughs> um i think it's just you just keep on it it's like your tiktok yeah and until it yeah. makes you feel bad and then don't do it but if it's making you feel bad, maybe off. stop, you know? Nah, it's not making me feel bad at all. It's just it's just like, oh, God, it's, I don't want to put any effort into that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's just good. before we go. Oh, fuck, that was good. I'm Jason. I've been eating Maltesers this whole time, and I'd love to see you back here this week. How good was that for an <laughs> Irish accent? <laughs> Terrible. Perfectly pitched, I think. Bye!